It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and I'm grateful for another day to be here uh, with you. Uh, good morning, uh, Eric. God bless you today. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. Thank you for joining me. It is President's Day, and so happy President's Day to you. Uh, a lot of people like President's Day because it's a day off, <laughs> and so uh, I am uh, with you on that. Thank God for a day off. And so uh, we're always appreciative when we can have that, right? When we have one. Bless the Lord. I thank God for this opportunity uh, every day to come together, every weekday. Uh, you know, uh, we thank God for technology because that really is what helps us to come together and uh Pray. And so when we can't get together face to face, this is the next best way. All right. Just checking my volume there. Make sure we're good. Bless the Lord. So uh, as you come in, uh, say hello and I will greet you. Even if you're watching this later on, if you say hello, uh, most of the time I can get on later and uh, just acknowledge uh, that you are with us. And it really helps to know that people are watching. And one of the ways we do is when you just comment, even if it's just a hello, so we know you're there. Amen. Can't see you, but I can see your comments. Hallelujah. Uh, we had a glorious time together. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. Uh, in uh, church yesterday, God's just teaching us and loving us. Uh, he just, uh, I just thank God for him. <laughs> so grateful to him. Good morning and happy Monday to you, Mr. Ivan. Bless the Lord. And so he just is loving us and in, in teaching us and showing us and instructing us, correcting us. And we receive it all because we want his highest flow. Amen. And the way to get it is to do what he says to do joyfully. Amen. Uh, I was reading today something that I, I, you know, we know about it. I know we know, uh, but I was reading some more on it uh, this morning and it was just exciting me because uh, it gives us another, uh, I guess, another layer to our prayer and to why we pray. And that is um, about Jesus being our intercessor. He is our high priest and intercessor. And I think the reason uh, it's not so real to us or we don't spend a lot of time thinking about it is because um, it, back when Jesus walked the earth and prior to that, uh, the, high, the position of the high priest was really uh, an amazing position. If you read through the book of, you know, the first five books of the Bible, especially you see what the priests had to do. Uh, they stood in the gap for the people. Uh, they offered for, uh, uh, sacrifices for the forgiveness of their sins. And then on behalf of the people. Uh, and so we don't have that today. And, and I think, you know, the office of the priest or those standing, and the gap has been diminished because there's a lot of flaws that we've seen and they've turned it into uh, more of religious and tradition and all of that. Um, and so we've kind of, in this Western culture, we, we get away from that. It's just not as real to us when we talk about um, that position and that office, but <clears throat> it's very real. It's very real. And uh, Jesus, uh, 
you know, because I was looking at this because if you, uh, I think it was John Wesley that said, it seems that, uh, God can do nothing here on this earth, uh, without someone asking him to do it. And, uh, from there you look at Adam in the garden and when God told him, I give you dominion, you dominate this earth. He didn't say I'll dominate through you, but he said, you have dominion over everything. God didn't say he was going to dominate. He told Adam, I've given you dominion and authority. You do this. And so then Adam committed high treason. You know, we'll talk to him about this in heaven. We've got a lot to catch up on with Adam when we get to heaven. And Eve, she's not, you know, exempt from this. And so we'll have some conversations with them, I'm sure. Uh, they should be the ones meeting us at the pearly gates. <laughs> Because I think everyone has a question. Why? You know, but they'll say, why'd you do this? Uh, but because he committed high treason, um, he turned that dominion that God gave him over to the devil. And so we see in the word of God in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, it says that Satan is the God of this world. And you can clearly see that. It doesn't take much to see that the devil is running things. Uh, those who uh, are, are doing his bidding, you see what they're doing. If God had dominion, that would not be happening because God in, in Peter, it tells us he, in first Timothy, it tells us he desires that everyone, uh, no one perish, but that all come to repentance. If his desires would be carried out on this earth, if he was in control of this earth. And so right now the devil, his lease is almost over, but he has the run of things, but God will work through those who are surrendered to him. So he does work through us who are surrendered to him. And then he works through those who pray. And that's why we pray. And so we see in Isaiah 59, verse 16, this was a verse I was reading this morning in Isaiah 59. And, and I've probably read it a few times, um, but I think he just wanted me to go back on this today. <clears throat> We've not read it together, but in my personal time, I've read it. But it says in Isaiah 59, verse 16, it says, uh, he was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. So he himself stepped in to save them with his strong arm and his justice sustained him. In the Amplified Classic, I believe, uh, it says in 59, verse 16, it says, uh, and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor, no one to intervene on behalf of truth and right. Therefore, his own arm brought him victory and his own righteousness, having the spirit without measure sustained him. And so, uh, Jesus, God saw that there was no intercessor. So he supplied one. He supplied Jesus and Jesus came and he stood in the gap between the sinner and God. And so he stood there and so we could get back to God. And so Jesus did that for us. And we see in first Timothy uh, chapter two and verse five, this continues there in first Timothy chapter two and verse five, it says, for there is only one God and only one mediator God between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Amen. Good morning, Nasha. God bless you today. And so we see that we have an intercessor. 
We have someone who is our mediator, who stands in the gap, not just so we can come back to God, but he continues to make intercession for us. And so Hebrews 9, 24 tells us that in Hebrews chapter nine and verse 24, it says, I'm just going to go there. I just want to read this because it excited me this morning. Uh, you know, you got to remind yourself because these things will slip if you don't. Uh, uh, 924, it says, for Christ the Messiah has not entered into a sanctuary made with human hands like a high priest would. Only a copy and pattern and type of the true one. He has entered into heaven itself now to appear in the very presence of God on our behalf. One translation says for us, for us. He did this for us. You got to remember that he did it for us. He appeared in the presence of God for us. He is our intercessor at the right hand of God. Hebrews 8 34 tells us, uh, not Hebrews 8. Uh, I wrote down the wrong, uh, uh, scripture verse, but it tells us this. Um, let me just see here. 34, 34, 34. Glory to God. Let me just go here. I know where it is. Uh, Hebrews, if we go to, uh, we can look at Hebrews seven twenty four. He, he, but he holds his priesthood unchangeably because he lives on forever. That's one. And then, yeah, uh, Romans 8.34. I just wrote Hebrews instead. Uh, who is there to condemn us? Will Christ Jesus, the Messiah who died, or rather who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God actually pleading as he intercedes for us? No, Jesus is there interceding for you and I. He is praying for you and I. And so, uh, it says, uh, he, he saves us to the uttermost completely, perfectly for all eternity. We see that in Hebrews seven twenty five, And so there flows this unending, unceasing intercession for you and for me and for the entire world. Even those, it says for those who would come to God. And so Jesus, the, it, there's this flow of unending, unceasing intercession to the Father on our behalf. So he's praying for us. He's interceding, standing in the gap for us, not just so we could be saved, but he continues to do that. And then Jesus said, he told us that we know that if we pray in line with the will of the Father and that we pray uh, in his name, that anything that we pray or ask for would be answered. And then 1 John 5 tells us this is the confidence that we have in him, that he hears us. Remember when Jesus sat down the 5,000 and then he said, he looked up to heaven and he said, Father, I know that you've already heard me. Thank you. Because I know that you've already, he said, I know that you've already answered me. He, he knew the supply was already there. And so if Jesus, whatever he prays and intercedes for, he already knows he has the answer. Well, there's an unending flow of intercession going to the father on your behalf from Jesus. And then from the father to Jesus, there's the answer for whatever the need. 
And so then what, what's, what's next then? Then from Jesus to you and I, from Jesus to you and I is that flow of the answer that we need. Amen. Amen. So how do we get that? We stay close to Jesus. He, in fact, he tells us abide in me. <laughs> he says, abide. He said, come unto me. And then he said, learn of me. And that's why the Holy Spirit will talk to us about the things that the father and Jesus are saying. They're still talking in heaven about you. There's still conversations in heaven about you because your intercessor is making intercession for you to the father. So there are conversations happening on your behalf in Jesus in in heaven. And guess who will reveal those things to you? The comforter, the Holy spirit, the one who will tell you what the father is saying and what Jesus is saying. So there are conversations happening. It didn't just stop when you got saved. Okay, they're saved now, they're on their own. No, he is forever making intercession for you. Glory to God. You have someone praying for you all the time. Not only that, he is also the high priest of your confession. And so he takes what you're saying when you speak the word of God, when you pray, he takes that back and offers that to the father. And so there's your name is continually being brought up in heaven. If you're praying, if you're uh, doing and carrying out the will of God, amen. Oh yeah. In the courtroom of heaven, in the walls of heaven, your name is being mentioned there because you're high priest never stops working. He never stops making intercession for you. Glory to God. Isn't that awesome? I just love it. Good morning, Mr. Craig. Good morning, Quadbo. God bless you both. Hallelujah. And so we have someone who never ceases, not for a minute, not for a moment, does he stop making intercession for us. And he tells us to intercede for others. He tells us to pray for others. I know that I can say I've gone without praying uh, and interceding for individuals in my lifetime. In my lifetime, I've been, I've been lazy. I've neglected to do it. But here's the thing about our high priest. And, and you can read about this in, in Hebrews chapter 7, uh, verse 16 and 17, and Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 1. The other high priests, like I said, had to offer a sacrifice for themselves first and then for the people. Well, our high priest has already taken care of that sacrifice once and for all. He shed his blood so you and I can have free access every time we have free access, glory to God. And, and, and we don't have to be concerned that our sin is going to keep us from his presence. Cause we, we have the blood of Jesus working for us. Now, first John uh, two tells us he's our advocate. And so he pleads the case of another. And it says that, um, he's taken care of our sin, but it, it's, it says we shouldn't sin just because of that. We should, it's not that, oh, I, he's taking care of it once and for all. Now, now I, I can sin and no, 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 it's not a license to sin. It's a license to say I'm free. I don't have to walk in sin. I am free from that. I can walk in the spirit. He has made it so I can walk a life 
in the spirit. Amen. Glory to God. And then I was reading how one step out of love is sin. And that's another message for another day. <laughs> ah, bless us, Lord Jesus. He teaches us and he corrects us. We've got to maintain an attitude of love. And if we'll pray for others, if we'll pray for mankind, we'll be able to love them and keep our attitude right towards them. Amen. Oh, we took a little longer doing that today, but I, that, that blessed me. It encouraged me that Jesus, you know, we, we know that he's making intercession, but he just wants us to know that in another layer today and to just be mindful of it. Because Paul said, if we're not careful or the Hebrews of the writer of Hebrews said, if we're not careful, these things will slip. And so we don't want them to slip. Remember, Jesus is making intercession for you, not just for you to get saved, but for every need that you'll ever have. He brings it before the father and the father has the answer that flows back to Jesus and that you get that when you spend time with Jesus, you get your answer. Amen. That flow comes right back to you. Father, we thank you. Oh, we thank you that our name is being spoken in heaven. Even now, as we speak, our names are being spoken in. We know our names are recorded in the book of life. We know that we have that promise. You said when we received Jesus, we know that. So our names are recorded in heaven. Such an awesome thing to know. Such an awesome thing to know that the blood of Jesus blotted out the sin. And it made our name appear to appear in the book of life. And so we thank you for that. It's recorded there. <laughs> we thank you, Lord. And so our name is established in heaven. And we thank you, Father, that there are conversations. You and Jesus are having conversations about those who would come to you about those who are in you, about your church, the body of Christ, about this nation, about all the nations and all the people of the earth. Our names are coming uh, before you as Jesus makes intercession. And so we thank you for that. And as part of the body of Christ, as part of the church, we thank you, Father, that, that you have a plan, an established plan for us. And we're just thanking you, Father, that you're just revealing that to us. You're revealing uh, the Holy Spirit. All your spirit is revealing to us the things that you are praying out for us. Oh, I thank you, Father. We thank you for that today. We thank you that you are, are making that possible. You are just showing us the things, Father God, that you desire that you desire for each and every single one of us. There are things that you desire for us that we've not seen yet, that we've not heard yet. But just as Jesus said that you showed him and you, you spoke to him about those things. And then he did what you showed him and he said what you told him. And so we're, we're sitting with you and we're getting those plans and, and we're seeing, you're showing us those things. Our eyes are looking upon those things and our ears are hearing those things so we can walk further in the things that you've established for us. And so just as Jesus did it, what an example even an example of prayer and intercession, one who never ceases to do that. Thank you 
for seeing the need, Father, of an intercessor and for sending Jesus. And so we're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so thankful to you for that. And we're thankful uh, to what your role as an intercessor intercessor is, is doing and establishing for us, Jesus. First of all, you're an example. And so we give ourselves to intercession. We give ourselves to standing in the gap and pleading the case of another to you, standing before you in your presence as if we were in their shoes. We thank you for the ability to do that and for showing us how to do that correctly and properly. We don't take that position and that place for granted, for we know that that is a place of high esteem. And so we don't, we don't take it for granted. Every opportunity, every time you call us to do that, we'll answer will answer just as Jesus is answering. Ha ha. Soto robasho le brande que side. No doshi le brande na mandrota. Deshte We thank you, Father, that everything we do, everything we do, everything we do is aligned to your will and your purposes and your plan. And you're showing us how we are a part of that. You're showing us how we're a part of that. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. How when we ask you here on this earth, we give you permission. We give you permission. And so we ask, Father God, that you would continue to show us your great plan and your purpose for us. We give you permission and we're yielded to you. We give you the authority in our lives. And so we give you the control of our lives. We, we allow you to do what you desire to do. Carry out your will in us, Father God. And we say we are delighted to do your will, oh God. We are so delighted to do the will of our Father, just as Jesus was always delighted to do your will. And so I thank you, Father. We delight in you. We delight in you. It's our delight to do what you tell us to. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Oh, we give you praise and honor and glory today. Thank you so much for making the way, Jesus. Thank you for making the way for us to do what the Father desires for us to do. Thank you for being the perfect example, oh, of someone who is willing and obedient. <laughs> and you sure ate the good of the land. You sure walked in the goodness of God. And so we thank you that goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives, all the days of our lives. We thank you. Oh, we thank you for the established plans of God that we walk in all the days of our life. And with that established plan, we thank you for the established and abundant supply of everything that we need. We thank you for that flow from you to us today. The answer for everything that we need in Jesus name. It's found in you. It's found in you. We give honor and glory to you in Jesus name. And we let you teach us. We let you teach us. We let you teach us today. We let you instruct us. We let you lead us. We let you guide us into all truth today in Jesus name. Amen.
Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm very interested in what Jesus has to say about me to the Father. I'm very interested in the intercession that he's making for me. Uh, and so uh, the Holy Spirit will enlighten us and, and, and give us insight into that. He's not just showing us what they have already said. He shows us things to come. What things to come? The things that God has established for us. And so if we'll just listen to him, he'll show us those things. He'll show us. We don't have to be taken, uh, uh, you know, surprised <laughs> and, and uh, oh, you know, I didn't realize this was going to happen, you know, caught off guard. We don't have to be caught off guard but we can know what the will of the Lord is. Amen. We can know what his established plan for us is. It's not a, it's not a mystery that we can't know. It's a mystery uh, hidden away for us, not from us. And so we can tap into that. We can uh, let the Holy Spirit help us dig deeper. Amen. I don't want to do surface stuff with God. I, deep calls unto deep. And so I don't want to just scratch the surface with him and then have to get to know him more when I get to heaven. I want to know him. It says uh, that, that uh, Paul said, I travail for you until Christ be formed in you to full maturity. And so I want to become really mature in the Lord. We've all got growing to do. I've got a lot of growing up in him to do. Amen. We all do. And so when we recognize that and acknowledge that, we give him something to work with. Amen. I always tell my, my granddaughter, <clears throat> stop saying, I know, I know. Oh, I know, I know. Every time someone's trying to teach you something or show you something. I know, I heard that before. I know is uh, shuts us off from any more revelation. And so don't do that. I know, I know. I, every time someone opens the book, uh, the word of God, I say, I need to know. What do I need to know today? I don't care if it's someone who just got saved and is talking to me about the Lord and what he's telling them. I want to know. I can get something from that. I, I don't understand people who will leave a church and say, oh, it's because, you know, they're not filling me anymore with the word of God. I've gone as far as they can teach me. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad because we ought to always be open to what the Lord has to teach us. You know, if, if there's word going forth and it's in the Bible, I don't care how elementary we think it is. It's because we haven't gotten it yet. That's why the Lord's not given us more. And so we shut ourselves off to more instruction, more correction, more guidance, more leadership, more uh, uh, revelation, more, more wisdom when we say, oh, I've already heard that before. I know that. Show me something else. Uh, so I never, I know I've, I've repented because I've done that in the past and I just want to know, I want to know, <laughs> I want to know more. And so, uh, I don't care. John three sixteen speaks to me every day. It's a verse I learned when I was probably in kindergarten, but man, I, there's so much in that verse I'm learning from every day. We can learn something from every word of God. Amen. From every word of God, we can learn something. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So keep learning, keep growing, keep increasing, and know that Jesus is your intercessor, your high priest, and he is always unceasingly uh, making intercession on your behalf 
to the father and the father gives the answers to all of that intercession back to Jesus. So spend time with Jesus and get your answer. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for joining us today. Have a happy President's Day. If you're off today, enjoy the day. Have some fun today. Hallelujah. And let 